Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Well, folks, welcome to the free Savage Nation podcast, and I'm going to keep it free for all of you. But for those of you who have been requesting that we provide for you an ad-free podcast, we're going to keep doing that. And in addition to getting the ad-free podcast, which many of you want, for less than the price of a beer in a bar a month, only $3.99 a month, you're going to get an occasional monologue from me. Maybe I'll read from one of my novels. You're going to get an archive piece going back to 1994. Whatever comes up, you're going to get on an occasional basis. Details will be seen on my website, michaelsavage.com. I'm going to give you a link right now. And if you want to join, all you got to do is go to glow.fm slash savage premium. Glow.fm slash savage premium. Glow.fm slash savage premium. If you click on it. You're going to see a cartoon of me join Savage's exclusive club with the rate and you just click and you join. You're going to love it. I appreciate it very much. I hope you join the Savage exclusive club. I want to thank you very much for supporting the Savage Nation podcast, either the free version or the paid version, your patronage. It's appreciated. It's that simple. I sit here watching this disaster. Biden breaking down, Admiral Kirby, so to speak, of the Defense Department in a dirty suit, stumbling and mumbling his way through another lying press conference. And I want to talk about Biden's bloodbath, how we got here, a look back. But, you know, I got to tell you something. I'm sitting here in comfort in my studio talking on this podcast and our men died for no damn reason. They shouldn't have died. The blood is on their hands. And Biden is blaming generals for what happened. He said he listened to them. Abandoning Bagram Air Base? Giving the Taliban a list of stranded Americans? This is the worst one-day loss of U.S. personnel since 2011. 2011, uh, if you don't know the year because you're stoned on the marijuana that you think is good for you, that's 10 years ago. The worst one-day loss of U.S. personnel in 10 years. And Biden starts to cry over his dead son who died of cancer. It's astounding to me. Biden's bloodbath, how we got here, I look back. The fall of Kabul in only a matter of days. Although Biden claimed it was highly unlikely that it would happen. The premature evacuation of the U.S. Embassy has emboldened Islamic terrorists. Biden said there would be no circumstance that this would happen. Death at the Kabul airport as people desperately try to escape the psychotic Islamo-fascist Taliban and ISIS. 
how many Americans are still trapped in the country. They keep giving us ambiguous figures. The psychotic Biden depending on the Taliban to evacuate Americans while the Taliban is blocking Americans from getting to the airport. Why did he give up Bagram Airport, which would have been a much more defensible fortress? Why? Because he's a moron who listened to woke generals. Our credibility is shot around the world. We have bowed to the demands of terrorists for the first time in American history. Are you missing Trump yet? Oh, you didn't like his mean tweets? You didn't like his mean tweets, is that it? Look what you have now, you... Well, here's a situation that's going to get worse, by the way. We've seen it. We can rail about it. Everyone's seen everything, read everything. And so we know that the Afghans who are coming over here are not dolls. That's number one. If you think it's going to be continue, it's going to continue only over there, you're really a naive dummy. The Afghans in Europe, I don't know if you know this, have the highest crime rate of all refugees. And the number one crime that they seem to focus on is rape. People who know the Afghan refugee community well in Europe tell us that cheating and lying are endemic in Afghan culture. They lie to get welfare. They lie to keep from being deported. They cheat and lie completely without shame. A balding gray-haired man claiming to be 18 years old and daring you to prove otherwise with a DNA test. That's what's coming to America. So they commit their rapes in Europe in the same shameless manner in broad daylight in crowded places and don't care if they're caught because they know in kindly Sweden, kindly defeated Austria, nothing will be done to them. Anyone who stands up to them will be called a racist or a xenophobe. They claim that if they return to their sacred Islamic homeland, which they're killing for and raping for, they might be executed for their crime of rape. And by European law, which doesn't exist at all for them, a so-called refugee cannot be deported if his life will be endangered back home in his sacred Islamo-fascist hellhole. And why do they rape women with impunity? Because they hate Western civilization. They believe their 8th century throwback cult will ultimately win. And for now, their goal is to create as much suffering and misery as possible on we, their enemy. From which they're drawing welfare benefits, by the way. Thank you, liberals. Liberalism is a mental disorder. So we continue looking at Biden's bloodbath in Afghanistan. And believe me, I'm not enjoying this at all. But yesterday I was tweeting all day long, any other government in the world would be dissolved after the suicide bombing. And our hologram Biden is in hiding. That was the beginning of the day. He was in hiding. He came out looking so enfeebled. It was frightening to believe this man is, is still pretending to lead anything. It's shocking. No one knows who's leading the country. And then I tweeted, Trump defeated ISIS. Biden brought them back to life. Let me repeat that. ISIS had been decimated, defeated by President Trump and the Russian Air Force. So you're saying, well, if he defeated them, how is there still ISIS? Because they were released from prison when Biden permitted the Taliban to take over Afghanistan. They released these terrorists from their own terror prisons. So now you have ISIS killing I then said Biden is so supine he makes Chamberlain look like Churchill. But then you have to look up the word supine. No one knows what the word means. It's the perfect word. Biden is so supine he makes Chamberlain look like Churchill. The commander in grief goes AWOL. He was gone all day. We've gone from Kabul to Kilbul in one administration. Then he starts quoting the Bible, which is the last refuge of the false patriot. Then he starts crying about his dead son. Then he collapsed his head when facing one serious question. And I asked, how many of those U.S. Marines were killed because of Biden's blunder? Were white nationalists they were hunting down within the U.S. military? They were woke. You know what woke means? Paranoid. I, I finally figured that out last night. All these woke people on campuses, if you want to call them people, who say the statue's threatening them, the boulder is threatening them, the flag is threatening them. This is a form of paranoia. It's a mental illness. And we're caving into the paranoia of wokeism. Do you understand woke means paranoid? The military is now riddled through with the paranoia of wokeism. Could that have anything to do with the fact that we have lost in uh, Afghanistan? 
Biden's weakening of the military, which is also being conducted by Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and so-called Chairman of the Joint Griefs of Staff Mark Miley, are both proponents of critical race theory. And by pushing woke ideology instead of military readiness, what happened yesterday happened yesterday. So then he gets up there and he gives his little uh, speech, bent over, whispering, and he says, ladies and gentlemen, they gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell from NBC. And that's how your president, your commander in chief, your senile in chief, Biden, kicked off the press conference. The whole world was watching. Who are the they? Who are the they who instructed him? Who are they? Who are they who are telling him who to what, take questions from? This is beyond pathetic. I'm sure the Taliban are frightened by the geriatric stooge. Who instructed him? This is a man clearly and sadly with pre-senile dementia. That's a category of dementia that anyone in the business of dementia can tell you he is exhibiting the signs of. You know, the other day I did a podcast, Can America Be Saved After Biden? I don't know, because they're going to come here now of those hundreds of thousands of so-called refugees that are being brought in from Afghanistan, how many of them will be Trojan horse ISIS or Al-Qaeda or Taliban? How many? We'll soon find out. So we continue talking about Biden's bloodbath, and I'm going to try to explain how we got here with a look back a little later on by replaying a show from 2019, when Trump was urging a staged careful withdrawal of troops, then Congress said, no, you can't withdraw the troops. You shouldn't get out of Afghanistan. He wanted to make a staged careful withdrawal of troops, which, by the way, Biden has utterly failed to do. That's why we're seeing this mayhem and bloodshed. But Congress voted to keep U.S. troops in Afghanistan. And I said, What? I told you then that Trump was a thousand percent right to pull our troops out of these hellholes, Afghanistan, Syria. I said there was no reason for us to be there, none whatsoever. And yet at the time, by a 68 to 23 margin, the Senate decided we have not yet spilled enough blood of American boys. We've not sent enough boys home broken mentally and physically. We've not sent enough boys home on OxyContin or on Prozac. We've not yet burned out enough money for a conflict in an area of the world that will never, ever be conquered by the West. Russia was broken by it. Britain was broken by it. And now we're going to be broken by it because a group of moronic, greedy senators, I said, voted to kill your son because they don't have any sons to send to Afghanistan. That was in 2019. And we're going to play that show for you a little while from now. The warmongers in Congress voted to keep war in Afghanistan going on, selling out soldiers in, in Afghanistan by 68 to 23. And again, remember, Trump wanted them out in a staged, careful drawdown of troops. But Congress overrode him. Many of the armchair generals on Fox News cheered them on. It's all part and parcel of the neocon Blarney show that's been going on a little too long in the United States of America. Now, look, you may not be interested in the war in Afghanistan if you have no boys overseas. Just remember this forever. Trump tried to pull our boys home from Afghanistan in a staged, careful withdrawal and probably hold on to Bagram Airfield, which is a fortified billion dollar base. And Biden gave it all up. A land that has defeated the British and the Russians. I said then it will defeat us in the end. But not until we spend a few more trillion dollars that go into the mansions in Florida and Texas as well as the offshore banks in the Bahamas. So now we have a new blow to America, a new blow to our peace of mind, a new loss of confidence that we might have had even a segment, a, a fragment of for this hologram in the basement called Biden. Now we hear about ISIS-K. It sounds like a, like a serial. But they're not to be laughed at. Islamic State Khorasan, ISK. Islamic State Khorasan is the Islamic State Central Asian province. ISIS-K has been responsible for nearly 100 attacks against civilians in Afghanistan and Pakistan, as well as 250 clashes with the U.S. 
Afghan and Pakistan security forces since January 2017. Although ISK has yet to conduct attacks against the U.S. homeland, this group of psycho Islamofascist killers represents an enduring threat to United States and allied interests in South and Central Asia. And if one of them could have snuck in with the Afghan refugees in Kabul, how many of them are going to be brought in by the Democrat Party USA? Anthony Blinken, the Winken Blinken, loser of a secretary of hate, has said there's no way we can get all the Americans out, let alone all the Afghani allies. So thousands of Americans are still stranded in Afghanistan. And what's going to happen next? They will be held hostage toward the end. The worst part of this is I fear that some of our troops, there's said to be about 5,000 troops left there because of Biden's blunder. How many of them might be captured and held as hostages by these medieval Islamofascists? Let's hope none. All we know is that Biden's poorly planned, premature pullout caused irreparable damage to America and the world. Our allies no longer trust us. Our enemies are now emboldened by Biden's weakness. And as I said to you before, other presidents have talked about pulling out of Afghanistan. That's a given. We know that. And back in February of 2019, after much debate of how to pull the troops out, Congress decided to continue the war in Afghanistan despite the history of the region. And my friends... That is why I'm going to replay for you today a show from 2019 that I did about this debacle. And I hope you'll understand the context and what we're talking about today. Biden's bloodbath, how we got here, a look back. Very sad indeed to live in these times under this illegitimate government. I'm Michael Savage. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Have you become a victim of the timeshare trap? You think there's no way out? Well, Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has helped over 35,000 families out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares, and they may be able to help you too. Listen, if your timeshare agreement goes on forever, if you were told timeshares are a great investment or your maintenance fees will never go up, yeah, you need to get the facts about timeshare cancellation. For over 10 years, Wesley Financial Group has been dedicated to helping folks get out of a lifetime of debt by canceling their timeshares. So they created a free timeshare exit information kit that reveals how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. To get your free timeshare exit information kit, simply go to iCancelTimeshare.com. That's iCancelTimeshare.com. I'll say it one more time. iCancelTimeshare.com. Thank you very much. iCancelTimeshare.com. What a day it has been. Now, those of you who are members of the Savage Nation and have been for so long know that yesterday was a really black day for me. And I thought Teddy was finished, but I'll have an update for you. It looks like they pulled him back from the from the dead, and I may be getting him back by the end of the week. So that's number one. Many of you thought he died because I posted a picture of the rainbow on Twitter, and I said the day Teddy went away, and I should have, you know, said went away to the hospice. But I thought he was there for the final count, but he wasn't. So they're putting him on all sorts of meds. Thank God for modern medicine. But I want to say especially, thank God for all of your prayers. I believe... I just believe something something good's going to come of all of this. And what it is will be a little guy coming back as the mascot for a little, another round, one more round, I hope. Now, having said that, what I'm about to tell you, you're not going to believe. Remember I told you that bad news comes in threes? Well, after the show, later that evening, about 5 o'clock, I went to a local restaurant to have a few drinks or more. And I'm sitting alone, minding my business, having a few drinks or more. The rain is like insanity, like on the level of Somerset Maugham's novel Rain, or short story Rain. It was like in Samoa level. Huge rain. I finish my drinks. I go out in the parking lot, and my car is gone. Now, I don't lose cars. I haven't lost a car since I'm 18 years old in New York City when I'd smoke too much marijuana and forget where I put my car in Chinatown. 
but I haven't lost the car in a long time. I walk around the lot saying, what the hell is going on? Where's my car? I'm walking in the rain around and around and around every, you know, aisle. No car. You ever done that? No car. I go back in the restaurant. The bartender says, okay, comes out with me. Nice guy. Juan walks around with me, walk round and around and around, another half hour, no car. So, okay, that's that. Car was jacked, stolen. Now, that's number one. So today, I wake up and I say, was that car really stolen? It's a 2006 Black Rover with Florida plates. It shouldn't be too hard for the officers of the law and the CHP to find that car especially if they're listening to this show and they're anywhere in the Richmond, Oakland side of the bridge, Albany, Richmond, Oakland, be on the lookout for a Black Rover 2006 with Florida plates. Because I went back this morning. Again, I walked around in the daylight when there were no cars there. And I said, well, I want to see what... And guess what I found? Broken glass, black glass that matched my car on both sides of the rear windows. So some gentlemen probably came... And broke the windows, and I don't know how they hotwired this car, but they stole it. So I asked someone that I know who is sort of at that economic level what he thinks they would want with a $12,000 car. I mean, there's not much of a market for it. It's not like a new car they can... He said to me, the rims, Michael, the rims. He said, those rims and those wheels were, were beautiful stainless steel rims. He said, given the other side of the Richmond Bridge, he said, they're probably worth $1,200. So, okay, if you see a beautiful black rover without tires and wheels ditched somewhere, it's mine. And uh, that was number two. I don't know what number three was. Actually, there was a number three, which I'm not, not even going to tell you about. But maybe the bad luck passed by and it's over for now. Maybe, just maybe. We don't know. No one is immune to this kind of stuff. But he's on various medications. He has a lung infection. His trachea is slightly damaged from the coughing, but they think they can pull him back from the from the living dead. So I'm expecting I will have good news for you by the uh, end of the week. I want to thank all of you for the most remarkable and touching tweets I've ever seen in my life. I was in tears reading them. You sent me pictures of your dogs uh, that died. It was awful, just awful to see such kindness in the human in the human audience. You know, all we hear is negative in the media. Everything, every day, all day long. Everything is negative. Everything is bad. Everybody's no good. The other side are a bunch of bastards. Every day, all day long, negative, negative, negative. So when I put that picture up the day Teddy went away of the rainbow, which was astonishing, and earlier posted a picture of Teddy and me, the book, and I told you the story of the hospice, the most beautiful people on earth are the members of this Savage Nation audience. And I don't know how... Just to thank you enough for being this remarkable, wonderful, kindly group of people. That's all I can say. I don't even want to make it political. All I can say is I doubt very much that any progressives who follow occasional cortex uh, care very much about a dog. That's all I can say to you. So I got this email this morning from Kate Hartson, who is my publisher at, at, at Hachette, who published the book, Teddy, and me and all my other best-selling books. And here's what she said, and she's a real dog lover who lost her dog last year. So tiny but such a giant. If there's a chance he can come home to you, he will. Hang on and know that all of us in your world, which is a wide reach, are pulling for Teddy and for you. I love the little guy. I'm working with him on our beautiful book with such joy. Well, I want to thank you, Kate, and Vince Romini for those photographs. But having said that, one last thing about the dog and then the news, if you want to turn the show off, go ahead, it's your right. You can go listen to uh, anyone you want talking about the State of the Union, which they know nothing about. You know, like, ladies and gentlemen, I come before to stand behind and tell you something I know nothing about. That's talk radio today. Ladies and gentlemen, I come before to stand behind and tell you something I know nothing about, and then tell you nothing about something I know nothing about, and then bash liberals for three hours, and then laugh all the way to the Swiss bank and tell you that they're for the people. I'm sick of it. I am sick of the lying hypocrites. I can't stand another day of it. But I want to say this to you. I want to say something to you that I do know something about, which is human emotion. So last night was a night without Teddy in my house. How is it that the house fell three times as large without an 11-pound dog? How could an 11-pound living being take up so much airspace? How big can the spirit be on a little animal? Because the house seemed three times larger. You talk about perception and realities of perception. The house seemed bigger. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? 
like the walls were further away. It was almost a psychedelic experience not having a friend and companion who I've had continuously for 15 years. It's awesome. So you could just imagine what it's like to lose a, a, a mate that you've lived with for so many years. Those of you who don't know what that's like, when one of your, you know, the husband dies or the wife dies and you see people shattered, a father dies, uh, a mother dies, a grandfather dies, a child, you know, God forbid, dies. This is what happens. So uh, the moral of the story is, and it was told to me many years ago by a very famous San Francisco attorney, he said to me, if you're driving in a car, and I tell my sons this, he said, and somebody cuts you off or does something to you, even gives you the finger, never, ever respond in kind. Always give a conciliatory gesture with your hand, sort of hand up, you know, excuse me kind of thing. He said, because you don't know who is in that other car or what they're going through. Maybe they just lost a wife of 20 years. Maybe their kid just got leukemia. Maybe they've just been diagnosed with cancer. Maybe they were just fired from a job without cause. He said, you don't know what could trigger a person to pull out a gun and shoot you for nothing. And so I pass that on to all of you, is that human grief is so deep and runs so deep that you don't know what the next person in that car may be feeling. So the next time you have an instinct to respond in kind to someone who cuts you off and gives you a finger or whatever, be very careful, give a conciliatory gesture, let the other person win. It just may save your life and your loved ones. And that's all I want to say to you about that on the Savage Nation today. So we all know tonight is the State of the Union. Now, I'm not going to say a word about it, because I know nothing about what Trump's going to say, nor do I. Why would I talk about the State of the Union other than to fill airspace and make believe I'm smart? So I, I can't talk about What should I say? You know what he's going to say, of course. You're an insider, right? You, you wrote the speech for him. You wrote the U.S. Constitution, you wrote the speech, you wrote the Bill of Rights, you wrote the Magna Carta, you wrote the Bible, but I didn't. So we'll have to wait and see what he does. Uh, Congress's vote to keep war in Afghanistan sells out American soldiers. 100% right. Now, I told you that Trump was 1,000% right to pull our troops out of these, these, these hell holes, Afghanistan, Syria. There's no reason we're there. None whatsoever. And yet by a 68 to 23 margin, the Senate decided we have not yet spilled enough blood of American boys. We've not sent enough boys home broken mentally and physically. We've not sent enough boys home on Oxy or on Prozac. We've not yet burned out enough money for a conflict in an area of the world that will never, ever be conquered by the West. Britain was broken by it. Russia was broken by it, by it, and now what? We're going to be broken by it because a group of moronic, greedy senators voted to kill your son because they don't have any sons to send to Afghanistan? Well, those are some of the topics that I think we should talk about. The warmongers in Congress voted to keep war in Afghanistan going on, selling out American soldiers by a 68 to 23 margin. I'm sure that many armchair generals with microphones are cheering this on. Men who sit in their studios on oxygen tanks telling you that your son should go over there because it's important for democracy in Afghanistan. Well, I would say if they believe in that so much, there's a recruiting station right nearby. Maybe they could join the Voice of America and broadcast their show from a bunker somewhere in Kabul. Because I don't believe a word of it. It's all part and parcel of the neocon Blarney show that's been going on a little too long in the United States of America. This is the Savage Nation. When I come back, I'll take your calls and talk about all the news, views, and reviews you've come to expect from the iconic show, The Savage Nation. The Savage Nation. It's savage on demand. Middle East on the brink. North Korea on the brink. Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, gold 
Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989-898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989-898 with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers. I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989-898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. That's for my Cuban listeners. Welcome to the Savage Nation. Oh, I actually love this song. Anyway, so um, I see that uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the communist Supreme Court justice, apparently came back from the dead and uh, went to a public uh, performance by her son and daughter-in-law or something like that. But there are no pictures of her. So I only uh, can guess that she has the same veterinarian the treating Teddy, who was promising Teddy may be back with me, who was performing miracles, and maybe the same vet treated uh, her because there's no pictures of her. We have to take our word for it that the worst person in the history of American law, much more comfortable in the Soviet Union, if you ever saw what this woman did to this country, you'd realize that an invading army couldn't do the damage this one has done. And, of course, that's why she's lauded by those uh, along the lines of Anderson Blooper and the other frauds in the media. But before I go on, I must tell you something. Uh, we, we, we played some calls last night. You can't believe someone called me and said Teddy was an inspiration to him in his business. I said, what? How could he be an inspiration to you in business? This little dog. You've got to listen to this. You're not going to believe it on the Savage Nation. San Francisco, Wayne, line seven. You'll have the last word today on the Savage Podcast. What's on your mind? Hi, Michael. I wanted to tell you how Teddy was responsible for my business success. I owned a small high-tech company with two other guys, and we were struggling and had an opportunity for a huge piece of business from a large company. They were flying out to qualify us as a supplier, and we were terrified because we were so small. Mm. I was driving home, and I heard you tell a story about this new little dog you got, and you took him for a walk, and how he did his business on a tree, and he leaned way back so the stream would go way up the tree. Cause he <laughs> I remember that. To think he was a big dog. <laughs> he did. <laughs> so what, that, that little story inspired you to, to aim high? Well, I went back and told the two guys the story, and I said, we need to lean back and pee way up the tree. So, we're <laughs> so two years later, we sold the company and did very, very well. And that's all because Teddy but aimed all, higher. All because Teddy aimed higher, huh? He aimed high. He, well, he, the way he described it, he almost fell over. He did. The poor little guy was trying to squirt as high as he could so someone would think a big dog walked by. That is funny. I don't remember some of these stories. That's why I love my audience. This audience is sort of the, the family, 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 the extended family of the Savage Nation. I thank you so much for bringing that to light. That is so beautiful. Guys, uh, okay, well, that's that. That's that. I mean, aim higher. Come on, it is a funny story that you're not going to hear anywhere else. But okay, I understand it's so out of the can of talk radio that you didn't even hear it. All you want to hear is the same old stuff. Liberals bad. Trump a genius better than George Washington sent here by God himself. Uh, let's see. The founding fathers were the smartest people on the planet. And no one can exceed that of the founding fathers in any way. Whatever the founding fathers did was just wonderful. Even if they kept slaves, there was a time that people kept slaves, so you forgive them for that. And no one's better than the founding fathers, never will be. They were so smart, they were not even humans. They were sent here by a, a spaceship. They were so brilliant. I can't do it. If that's what you want to hear, you're on the wrong channel. That's all I can tell you. This is the Savage Nation. Pope admits priests and bishops abused nuns, included sexual slavery and forced abortions. The links are on the Drudge Report. 
Pope admits priests and bishops abused nuns. Now, why would he say they abused nuns when you know, and I know, that that's just part of the story, and that they generally have a proclivity, um, let us say, on the other side of the aisle? They're not exactly ACDC and foot power. I think they're generally AC, AC, and AC. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. I don't even know why he wants to come and give the State of the Union. Uh, The State of the Union under him has not been good. And he has been divisive. And I think he's putting us all in harm's way. And so he's not worthy of being listened to. I don't know why anybody want to pay attention to anything that he has to say. He lies over and over again. Like I said, 6,000 lies have been documented since he's been there. I just can't imagine what he's going to try and say. But since he is a great liar, he'll say anything. uh, Because he's capable of saying anything without facts, without research. And so I'm not looking forward to his State of the Union. And I hope that people will turn the television off. That is one of the most disgusting human beings in the history of the Congress, Maxine Waters. Now, I hate her, and I'll tell you why. I know I'm not supposed to use the word. This woman is covering up for her own sins by attacking Trump so vociferously. I'm going to remind you again that if we had a Congress with you-know-what, cojones, is a word they know in Mexico. If these grifters called Republicans had any of those, they would open an immediate investigation into her tenure, as head of the Congressional Banking Committee with Barney Frank. During the years that she ran the Congressional Banking Oversight Committee, she forced banks to give loans to unqualified minorities, which led to the meltdown of 2008. That's number one. And number two, and most importantly, you can argue that, okay, she did that because she thought it would be fairness. You can rationalize that if you wish. Her husband was the head of a minority-owned bank, and they were granted an 11 or $12 million federal loan, which so far as I have been able to determine has never been repaid. So the more she screams about the evils of Trump, the more you know she is covering her own back end. And as I say, it would be bad enough for her to say these things was she not as corrupt as she appears to be to me. But being that she is as corrupt as she appears to be to me. Why there is no investigation, you can pretty much figure out. But not to be outdone by her uh, deception is none other than the uh, Nancy Pelosi, which keeps quoting her favorite Bible verse, and it turns out it's not actually in the Bible. Now, why a woman like Nancy Pelosi would try to make believe she believes in the Bible when, when she's a stone-hearted atheist by every measure of the word atheist why does she have to now pretend that she's from the Bible Belt when she know when we know that she's from the Ravioli Belt? Listen to clip number three of Nancy Pelosi. And I can't find it in the Bible, but I use I quote it all the time, and I keep reading and reading the Bible. I know it's there someplace. It's supposed to be in Isaiah, but I heard Bishop say um, to minister to the needs of God's creation is an act of worship. Oh, please! To ignore those needs is to dishonor the God. Who made us. Oh, give me a break. It's there somewhere in some words or another, but certainly the spirit of it is there. Yeah. And that we all have a responsibility to act upon our beliefs and the dignity and worth of every person. Oh, give me a break. What a bunch of garbage. Why don't you find a Bible quote saying that uh, it's just to steer a contract for $1.2 billion to build a solar plant in the desert that produces almost no electricity so long as it's kept in the family. Come on, who do you think you're fooling? What do you think, everyone out there is as dumb as the San Francisco Chronicle reporters are? Are you joking? These people don't just have earrings on their ears. They have earrings on their eyes, nose, and throat over there in San Francisco. Unbelievable to me. What's this now? The wall i got to hear about again. The wall, Trump... Uh, are you looking forward to that tonight? Is this what you want to talk about? Is that what you really want to talk about? Please don't make me talk about the State of the Union. Will you please save that for people who make believe they come before you to tell you something they know nothing about? How can they talk to you today about what the, the State of the Union speech is going to be tonight? And you'll listen to that. How? Are you that melted down that that's what you want to do? Is deal with speculation and bash liberals? Well, leave me out of that one. I'd rather turn to Isaiah and tell you what 
Isaiah actually said as opposed to what, but I'm not going to read the Bible. It'll turn too, people, too many people off. I can tell you this, Nancy Pelosi is probably wouldn't know Isaiah if she tripped over Isaiah's uh, hair clippers. Because Isaiah has some many, many fine phrases. Uh, you can call it prophecy. Uh, I have read uh, this for years. And here's one for Nancy Pelosi from Isaiah, which is for, really from Isaiah. And I will give children to be their princes, and babes shall rule over them. Babes? Babes. And they didn't mean what you think a babe is today. He meant when he said babes, they mean he meant children, Isaiah. He didn't mean the babes, you know. And the people shall oppress one another, every man his fellow and every man his neighbor. The child shall behave insolently against the aged, and the base against the honorable. For a man shall take hold of his brother of the house of his father, etc. And uh, that's what Isaiah said. He then went on, because he had a big thing for babes, Isaiah, when he wrote in number 12, as for my people, a babe is their master, and women rule over them. That one was written for Nancy Pelosi. Uh, need, need I tell you what comes to a nation that have babes as their master and women ruling over them? You will be destroyed. That is what's coming. That is what is promised in prophecy, and that is what is going to happen to this nation, unless there is a course correction, which is highly unlikely. Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Now let's go to a few other sound bites on the Savage Nation. Let's see what else the geniuses out there have to say. Calling Trump every name under the sun. Don't listen to him. Here's Senator Charles Bigfoot Schumer, a man who has shoes the size of a 20-inch salami. In clip number two, listen to him now. Knowing this president and his penchant for hyperbole, he'll probably say the state of our union is stronger than it's ever been. Well, stop for a minute. Hey, 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 pastrami shock, Chuck. Will you shut up for a minute? The economy has not been better in 50 years, you. Listen, you corned beef eating moron, you. How can you keep bashing Trump? On every level, including the economy, when the economy we all know has never been better, which is why his popularity is so high amongst poor people, especially Hispanics and African Americans. How can you keep saying that? Who is actually listening to this rhetoric? And they keep repeating the big lie over and over and over until they finally believe themselves. And like Goebbels said, if you tell a lie often enough, it becomes the truth. So now here's Schumer and Pelosi and Wasserman Schultz, and Maxine Waters, and Howard Dean, and Sherrod Brown, and all of the other leftists saying the economy is no good, and that Trump is a liar. Okay, what can I say to you? You get what you deserve. You get what you deserve. So here's a little sound that uh, we have to listen to, which is Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax in Virginia, who is now saying that shoe polish... The shoe polish governor, Nordham, 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 shoe, shoe polish gate. He's now saying that shoe polish gate is behind smearing him about abusing a woman. Listen to this in clip eight. Does anybody think it's any coincidence that on the eve uh, of potentially uh, my being elevated, that that's when this uncorroborated smear comes out? Does anybody believe that's a coincidence? Uh, I, don't, I don't think anybody believes that's a coincidence. Again, particularly with something, this was not the first time this was uh, brought up. It was a year ago. Uh, this was brought up, uh, you know, and, and yet the Post who investigated for three months dropped the story, did not do it, and they did not do it because it was uncorroborated, and it's uncorroborated because it's not true. And so it goes away uh, for a year, and it crops back up right at this moment. Uh, you don't have to be uh, cynical. Uh, you don't have to understand politics uh, to understand when someone's trying to manipulate uh, a process to, uh, to harm someone's character without any basis whatsoever. Okay, so that's Virginia. Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax, who's been smeared uh, by powers that said he abused some woman many years ago because he was standing in the wings waiting to take over the governorship once shoe polish uh, 
resigned. But he's saying that Shoe Polish and his team smeared him about this in order to prevent his ascension to the throne. I tend to believe Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax is probably more to the left, by the way, uh, than the governor is. But nevertheless, I don't think he actually did this to a woman. While we know with our own eyes uh, that the governor himself appeared in, in blackface and a Ku Klux Klan robe. So that guy doesn't belong in office. This guy is not guilty of anything. It's a smear job. That's the way it's played. Okay, 855-407-282 uh, is the phone number. There's some other stories I haven't yet gotten to that are very important. I know you're not interested in the war in Afghanistan because most of you have no boys uh, overseas, so it doesn't mean a thing to you. Uh, Trump tried to pull the boys home from Afghanistan, uh, a place we can never, ever win. It's a land that has defeated the British and the Russians, and it will defeat us in the end. But not until we spend a few more trillion dollars that go into the mansions uh, in Florida uh, and Texas that the contractors are so fond of, as well as offshore banks uh, in the Bahamas. Lawyers for Catholic student Nick Sandman, remember him? He appeared against the uh, Indian with the drum. Well, the lawyers for the student Nick Sandman are preparing to sue the media and celebrities for libel and defamation, according to the Cincinnati Enquirer. Apparently, the list of recipients of the warning letters include Senator Elizabeth Warren. Targeted journalists include Maggie Haberman, David Brooks, and media outlets such as TMZ, CNN, and the New York Times. The attorneys have also identified the dioceses, 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 dioceses of Covington, Lexington, Louisville, and Baltimore as potential recipients of the letter because they also smeared the kid. Sandman family attorney Todd McMurdy said of the media outlets and personalities, they know they crossed the line. Do they want 12 people in Kentucky to decide their fate? I don't think so. McMurdy added that the letters are meant to put an end to the instant attacks from the media before the facts are in. That's about the boy, the Catholic school boy, who was smeared because the, uh, the, the Indian there with the drum was turned into the sacred victim. Uh, and the lawyer's name is Sandman. You have the song, Mr. Sandman, Bring Me a Dream. Make her the cutest that I ever saw. Let's see if we can play that just to lighten things up on the Savage Nation, Mr. Sandman. Ruth Bader Ginsburg attends musical production and first public appearance in surgery. Uh, as I said to you, she must have the same great vet that Teddy does, uh, who may bring Teddy back to life. Here's a great one, a really wonderful one, for those of you who want to raise taxes on the rich. Governor Andrew Cuomo said yesterday that state income tax revenues plummeted by nearly $2.3 billion dollars because he drove high taxpayers out of the state of New York. Cuomo attributed the revenue drop in December and January largely to the new federal tax code, etc. $2.3 billion drop in revenues that the governor can't give away as a vigorish to his most important friends. Governor Cuomo had planned to spend $176 billion in the new fiscal year that starts April 1. But much of the impact of loss is coming in a drop in revenues from the state's highest income earners, most impacted by the loss of write-offs of state and local tax deductions, known as SALT. The same is true here in the state of California, where those of us who earn a good, a good dollar got royally screwed by Trump's pack tax plan. Back in a minute. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. So here's an idea for tonight at the State of the Union uh, speech tonight. I understand that some of the more radical communistic Democrats are bringing illegal aliens to the State of the Union. Well, that's their prerogative, but they're breaking the law. I have a little suggestion for the president and for ICE. Arrest the illegal aliens and deport them, and then arrest the Congress people and or senators for aiding and abetting an illegal act against the federal government. Because I will remind you, I will remind you that the only thing these liberals ever understand is a smack in the face. They will not stop until they're stopped. They only respect power. 
That's all they've ever used against the decent taxpaying people like ourselves. Trump has the full power of the federal government behind him. And I suggest again, he arrests the illegal aliens who will be in attendance and arrests the Congress people who are bringing them there for aiding and abetting a felonious act. And if you think it can't be done, then you don't know what country you're living in. If they can arrest you for a minor infraction, they certainly can arrest the communist, the communists in Congress who are trying to defy the law and federal law at that. And the most important federal laws on the books today have an awful lot to do with breaking through our border with contraband or with simply breaking through the border to become an illegal citizen and vote in our elections. Throw the book at them, deport them, have ICE go in and arrest the illegal aliens and then arrest the occasional Cortexes and the others who think that they're more powerful than the U.S. Constitution and all of the books on the laws. Well, that's it for this hour on The Savage Nation. Just a little idea for Donald Trump to throw the book at those who are throwing us curves. Thanks for listening. It's The Savage Nation. Visit me online at michaelsavage.com or at a Savage Nation or on Facebook and Twitter and Schmitter and Dinner and Dither and all of the other places that I never go. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed and learned something from it. And I want to remind you of something that I think is important for you to know. We have over 280 Savage Nation podcast episodes available to you absolutely free. I'll say that again. You can go back into this vast library of over 280 episodes and listen to any one of them or several of them at your leisure. So you never have to be without the Savage Nation. Thank you very much for listening.